Welcome to Furniture Industry News from FurniturePodcast.com, where you can stay up to date on the latest news surrounding the ever-evolving furniture industry. In today's episode, we'll cover the postponed nationwide strike and protests by cargo truck drivers in Mexico, the decline in consumer confidence in August, the U.S. recall issued for classic brands Cool Gel Memory Foam Mattresses, and the net loss reported by top retailer Big Lots in Q2 2023. As a follow-up to the BreakingNewsFurniturePodcast.com brought to you yesterday in regards to the potential strike by freight carriers in Mexico, the potential strike and protests by cargo truck drivers in Mexico have been postponed following the willingness of federal authorities to address their demands. According to officials from the Mexican Alliance of Carrier Organization, The nationwide strike and demonstrations, which were originally scheduled for Tuesday and Wednesday, have been delayed for three months. The demonstrations were intended to highlight various issues affecting truck drivers in Mexico, including cargo theft and violence, higher operating costs, complicated vehicle registration processes, excessive toll fees, and extortion by authorities. Amotax President Rafael Ortiz expressed satisfaction with the federal government's receptiveness to their needs, stating that this prompted the decision to postpone the protest. Under the new agreement, the country's National Guard will meet monthly with Amotax officials to devise enhanced safety measures on the roadways, specifically targeting cargo theft. The National Guard has the responsibility of safeguarding Mexico's highways. Additionally, authorities have made concessions such as allowing free use of emergency ramps on the federal highway network, refraining from imposing fines on cargo trucks based on their model year, and validating nationally distributed digital licenses for cargo trucks in all states and municipalities. Amodak estimated that the strike could have involved up to 300,000 drivers nationwide and potentially disrupted both domestic and international freight shipments. However, Matt Silver, vice president of cross-border solutions at Arrive Logistics, indicated that most carriers associated with the National Chamber of Freight Transport did not plan to participate in the strike. Silver emphasized that the growth of the freight market in Mexico and the fluidity of rates make it unlikely that carriers and drivers want to further slow down the market. While the strike has been postponed, Ortiz cautioned that if the meetings with the National Guard and other authorities fail to yield satisfactory results over the next three months, AMOTAC may reinstate the call for a national strike. The agreements reached are significant and demonstrate a temporary delay rather than a cancellation of the strike. Consumer confidence in the United States took a downturn in August, reversing the upward trend seen in the previous two months. The Conference Board Consumer Confidence Index for August dropped to 106.1, down from July's revised number of 114. This decline was primarily driven by decreases in both the Present Situation Index and the Expectations Index. The Present Situation Index, which assesses consumers' views on current business and labor conditions, fell from 153 to 144.8. Similarly, the Expectations Index, which focuses on the short-term outlook for income, business, and labor, declined to 80.2. While this index remains slightly above the 80 mark, which historically indicates an impending recession, it still reflects a decrease in consumers' confidence for the near future, 
Dana Peterson, the chief economist for the conference board, highlighted rising prices as a major concern among consumers, particularly for groceries and gasoline. The decline in consumer confidence was observed across all age groups, but those with household incomes ranging from $50,000 to $99,999 displayed more stability in their confidence levels. Several factors contributed to this decline in consumer confidence, including fewer consumers reporting that jobs are readily available and more expressing difficulty in finding employment. Additionally, employment gains have slowed, wage increases have become less generous compared to the previous year, and the average duration of unemployment has increased. Looking ahead, consumers expressed less confidence in future business conditions, job opportunities, and income growth. Concerns over corporate earnings, narrowing job openings, and rising interest rates, which drive up the cost of large purchases, may have influenced these expectations. The monthly consumer confidence survey conducted by market research company Taluna on behalf of the conference board provides insights into the current economic sentiments of consumers in the United States. The U.S. Consumer Product Safety Commission has issued a recall for a specific line of cool gel ventilated memory foam mattresses sold by Classic Brands Holdings. This recall is due to the mattresses not meeting the federal flammability standards, posing a fire hazard to consumers. However, the company is no longer in operation and therefore unable to conduct the recall. The recall affects approximately 21,655 10-inch cool gel memory foam mattresses produced in Spain between January 2021 and August 2022. These mattresses were sold through various online retailers, including Amazon.com, Walmart.com, Wayfair.com, HomeDepot.com, Macy's.com, and Target.com between March 2021 and October 2022. Consumers who have purchased this product should check the label on the mattress to confirm its origin and manufacture date. If the label does not indicate that it was made in Spain between January 2021 and August 2022, or if the label has been removed, consumers should discontinue use and dispose of the mattress. It is important to note that mattresses manufactured in other locations or on different dates in Spain are not included in this recall. The CPSC strongly advises against purchasing, selling, or donating these mattresses, including secondhand stores. Any incidents involving product injuries should be reported to the CPSC at www.saferproducts.gov. Top 100 retailer Big Lots reported a net loss of $249.8 million, or $8.56 per share, for the second quarter of fiscal 2023, which ended on July 29th. The company's net sales for the same quarter totaled $1.139 billion, a decrease of 15.4% compared to last year. This decline can be attributed to a comparable sales decrease of 14.6% as well as a decrease in store count. Despite these challenges, Big Lot CEO Bruce Thorne acknowledged some sequential improvement in the quarter and expressed satisfaction with their performance. Thorne attributed this improvement to five key actions that the company has taken, including focusing on owning bargains, communicating value, increasing store relevance, utilizing omni-channel strategies, and making efforts to drive productivity. Year-to-date, Big Lots reported sales of $2.263 billion, down 16.83% from the same time frame in 2022. 
The company also reported a net loss of $455.9 million compared to $95.2 million a year ago. To address these difficulties, Big Lots has engaged the services of turnaround specialist Alix Partners to manage operations and reduce costs. Thorne affirmed that the company is on track to achieve their cost reduction goals and are expecting additional bottom line opportunities. Thorne expressed confidence that Big Lots has the necessary resources, including cash on hand and quarter end liquidity, to weather the economic climate and capitalize on future opportunities. He acknowledged the challenging consumer environment, but remains optimistic that ongoing efforts and improvements in their key actions will lead to positive trends in the remainder of the year. In conclusion, Big Lots is taking proactive measures to navigate the challenging retail landscape, reduce costs, and drive growth despite the current economic conditions. Thanks for listening to today's episode. I'll see you guys at the next one, and don't forget to subscribe. 